Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 276 of Divi Chat. Serial box sets, bet you can't binge watch 276 episodes of this series, and we'd love to hear if you do. Uh, we've run longer than Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, and 10 seasons of Friends put together. Talking to Friends, <laughs> we've got our own star-studded panel here this evening. Let's go around the room and everyone introduce themselves so we'll start with stephanie hey guys i am stephanie hudson i'm here repping focus wp as always and i would love to invite you to come and join our facebook group focus on your biz where we talk about all kind of business stuff and help each other grow our web design agencies and i would like to say that in our group recently we just had a post there's a bunch of divi chat fans in there and um someone was like, I'm going to start at the beginning and listen to all of Divi Chat. And there was multiple people that were like, yeah, I've done that. I've already done that. I was like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> and also they were like, yeah, some of the old ones don't exactly hold up. And I'm like, that's because that was before most of us were on there. It's just Sarah. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, come check us out. FocusWP.co. Focus on your biz. And one other little thing. This is a longer intro than usual. But I'm going to be co-hosting the Adirem Web Agency Summit next week, which is oh. going to have tons of really good speakers and some panels with like really like big shots from Google and WordPress and all of that kind of stuff. So it's free, isn't it? It's free. And it's free. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. I'll put a link in the, in the chat if anybody wants to join. Yeah. Awesome. Sarah. Hey guys, Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. Um, and it's feeling really early, <laughs> I've got to say. I think in about half an hour I'll be good to go, but we'll be halfway through by then. So we'll just see how we go. All right. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Eric Dingler. Um, I am broadcasting from Mexico City, and I felt motivated after one of the one of the last episode. Um, Stephanie asked how my uh, Spanish was doing, so this week I started taking Spanish lessons. Very Ooh, nice. Oh, the por favor. I still can't say anything, but I started. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Um, yeah, my family and I, we are full-time digital nomads. Every couple months, we move to a new country, like I said, currently in Mexico. Uh, I own In Transit Studios. That is my web design and digital marketing agency. We work with local businesses and help them get more customer activity all the time by turning what their website into a marketing hub. And you can connect with me at ericdingler.com. And if you're watching this live, I have um, in at the beginning of May, uh, a six month coaching uh, sprint. So uh, we're just going to take six months, work on your business real intentionally and help you take things to the next level. So if you're interested in learning more about it after the show, head over to ericdingler.com. Sign me up. Sign us all up, Eric. <laughs> Come on over. Sign up. Come on over. I know this stuff. Uh, he does. Uh, and hi, everyone. My name is Mike Devitt, and I run Went Design Pro, where we learn about our clients' businesses first and then create a site structure and design that will help them grow. Browser extensions is our topic tonight, and I think we all like to think we're using the cream of a very large crop. <laughs> and sometimes we get surprised because somebody comes up with something we think, oh, did I miss that one? So we're going to go deep, deep, deep into the extensions we all use tonight. And we'd love it during the show if you can share your favorites as well. Um, and perhaps give us your top five that you can't live without. Just chuck them in the chat and and we'll we'll have a look and discuss them as well. Um, and so what would your world look like without them in your working day? So that's maybe your criteria for selecting your top uh, extensions you can't live without. Um, I was thinking about this subject earlier and thought that if we have it, ever had an episode about how many chrome tabs i had open then the episode would go from its usual hour to at least 26 hours which would make it a divvy chat marathon and i think that would be a a divvy thon a divvy thon, <laughs> uh, a divvy -thon. <laughs> so for those of you that have been transporting in a sort of time Wait a tunnel, you said divvy thon right not not thon, <laughs> thon. <laughs> it was borderline yeah it was borderline <laughs> check <laughs> Uh, so, as I said, so for those of you who were transported in a sort of time tunnel from the 60s, that was that was a great show, by the way, and I've landed here in 2023. We need someone to explain what a browser extension is. And as Tim 
our resident definer on the show couldn't be with us tonight. Can we have a volunteer? And if you do volunteer, can you confirm that a browser extension is in fact an additional hour at your local bar? Because that will make us all very happy. Um, Bert, definitely, you, you, browser extension is a what at the local bar? It's an extension. So it's like an, <laughs> an additional hour at your local bar. No, no, <laughs> no? it's okay. not that. But <clears throat> a browser extension is much like a plugin for WordPress that you um, install on your browser. I'm a Chrome user. They all have them though. And uh, Chrome is the one that I mostly use, although my top two, three, I do put in on all of the browsers just in case I open them for other things. But they are something where you just install this directly into your browser and it gives added functionality, uh, adding utilities or function to the browser or enhancements to what you're browsing, all kind of different things. Lovely. Great. Thanks, Steph. So, okay, sure. let's do this then. Let's have this. So your favorite extensions, we're going to go around the room again and discuss the ones that we all love. Um, let's have your comments as we go and perhaps give them a rating yourselves. So perhaps out of 10, see what you think and uh, we'll see which ones come top of the pile at the end of the night. So who's going to kick us off? Eric. Oh, okay. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. Actually opened my extensions uh, tab here and, and was looking down through those. So one I use on a very regular basis um, is I, I don't know how to pronounce it. There's discrepancy on it. It's either Sizey. That's how I say it. S I Z Z Y. Was that Sizzy? I think it's Sizzy. Um, well, yeah, it's spelled Sizzy. like Sizzy, but it's to show the sizes of your of yeah. Different yeah. That, I think it's called Sizey, but it's it's a, it's a um, what it does is when I'm, we're working on a site or if I'm just looking at a prospective client site and and we're on Zoom evaluating, I just click that and it opens up Sizey um, and opens their website up in it, and I can immediately scroll down through and see their website on multiple different size devices at once. It's a, a a browser window emulator, I believe is what they call it, but it is phenomenal. It's, it's one tool, you open up the, the website in it, you can see it across multiple different devices a lot. And it's one of those things, if you're on a Zoom call with a client, it makes you look amazing because it's kind mm -hmm. of magical. And I like those things. It is, it is a little bit magical to clients. Awesome, there we go, Sizey. Anybody else got that one? I have used it, but I don't have it. No. No. I, think I played I... around with Sizey a while ago, but I think it was right in the beginning and I need to have another look at it because when I was looking at it, it was pretty buggy and it wasn't wasn't yeah. bad, but I think it was right at the beginning. Yeah, okay. And they've actually really worked on their inspect element, um, nice. you know, which is like the Chrome inspector. So you can actually go in and do a lot of the same things and see the changes all at once on multiple different size uh, nice. devices. Um, cool. So that's kind of a cool, uh, it's not quite as great yet as the Chrome, you know, um, but it's still good. Well, so cool. why, just out of curiosity, why, and I don't want to like drag too long on one, because this is how we do it, where we take forever <laughs> on the first couple, and then we're like, at the end, we're like, well, we got a whole list of 10 more. Um, why not just use the Chrome Inspect? Oh, I, we we do most of the time. But if we're working on just like a mobile thing, you know, we'll do oh, it okay. um, in there. But I would say probably 99% of the time it, it's still using Chrome expect, Inspect. But it, it's getting better and better and better all the time in size. Cool. Excellent. Good start, Eric. Thank you for that one. And who's next? Who's going to, who wants to go next? Steph, go on. Yeah. I want to go next because I want to take the easiest one off the list. And oh, that is... Then. The password manager <laughs> like can you live without it and this is this is one that will be probably different from the last time we did this show because we yeah. did this a while back about a year ago and um and we were all gung-ho for last pass i know sarah was i am i don't remember who else and last pass has had a bit of a rough year and so Not been uh, the no and i don't know i still have mixed feelings about it i kind of feel like They've probably learned their lesson and are more secure than some of the other ones now because they're like, we can't afford to have that happen again. But I don't know. All of the there's a lot of people that I trust who have said, like, absolutely get off of them. So I've been using one password and it has some features I like. There are it's just like a slightly different 
muscle memory to get used to for how how they work and what the shortcuts are and all that but um but anyway that's like i mean if i install a new browser if i get a new phone and if i like no matter what like that is like the first thing because so you I, took I the leap you took the leap and you went from last pass across to did you just say one password mm -hmm. yeah i know it's a lot of work just to do that isn't it well you can i mean they have, they have exporter and importers okay the oh, only thing is like so the tricky part about what happened with one with LastPass is you actually need to change your passwords so like even if you had a really secure password you still need to like change all of your passwords so then how do you manage that process so yeah so i've done the same thing i've changed to one password my husband's made me change our family stuff to oh yeah one. he's like the super security guy I yeah so he that. was really strict on what we were allowed to change to so he, their business has changed to bitwarden and so i have bitwarden installed as well as one password i hated bitwarden hated it it's ugly it's annoying <laughs> like everything <laughs> bad about it i hate it but we've got that for our family but then i went to one password same thing and i'm love like i'm loving it and import oh, export is great however what i did do in the very beginning was i didn't import straight away and what i did was i uh, like slowly did the change where everything important i made myself log in and change the password as i went so that i knew that anything that was super important like anything that was like banking or emails or like i didn't do it with all my website logins for example but like everything that was really really important i did it slowly and i gave myself maybe a week or two weeks of like slowly doing them and then i did a mass import so that I knew I'd kind of change the really important stuff. So that's the only thing to consider is the way that particular hack happened. Even if you had a really secure password, you have to actually change all your passwords. Like it's a really big deal. Um, it is a big deal. I didn't do all that. Yeah. So it's, don't it's hack an me anybody. Don't, don't hack me. Please. I just can't take it right now. Honestly. <laughs> I know, right? And two-factor authentication is your friend. Oh. Like this is why two-factor matters because if you have two-factor then even if someone gets a hold of your password you know you're going to be a little bit safer because they don't have your two-factor so okay i okay I, I know this isn't a security uh no. episode but i i went a little bit more lazier route i just went ahead and stayed with LastPass and just updated <laughs> passwords but did go through it but i mean gosh our, our kids use it my wife like it was just yeah, mm -hmm. i just changed passwords yeah not and just, honestly like that's that's a good step as well right because the hack is it's not like a persistent hack and so it is a history one that if you yeah. change your passwords theoretically what steph's saying they're probably learning their mistake yeah and it's probably gonna be okay and if you don't have a husband like me then you'll just okay ask nicely it. though kelsey's like kelsey just said in the chat you hacked me after i specifically asked you not to <laughs> well, exactly. your name there as well so just out of interest, I'm, I'm just uh, interested into why uh, or what you like about um, 1Password that, so you, you, you know, you said you, you logged into it and you, and you liked it. Was it just the UX? What was, what was it you liked? Um, I, I like, yeah, I like the UX of it, which yep. is great. Yep. Um, I really like its fingerprint connection. Like the way that it works with fingerprint login is so much better than LastPass in that like it kind of locks itself when you don't use it for a while or you walk away from your computer, the browser will lock itself, but you click Except on the browser you have and you can get... a keyboard like this that has no fingerprint scanner. You know, you got to get one of these. I know. These I know. And, and so it makes me you... nuts having to type that password 50 times a day. So you come back to your browser and you just fingerprint it back in and then everything, it just, it works really nicely. There's some really nice features that LastPass doesn't have. That's really nice. Um, I think it's a really good alternative. I think LastPass is great. And honestly, I probably would have been happy to stay with it if, you know, but I needed to change. And I think 1Password was the ultimate competitor. Okay. So we've got two on the board and, yeah. uh, and it's Sarah, it's your go. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, oh. It's so tricky, right? Like, are we going to do the really boring ones or are we going to do the ones that... Pass through them. Let's just do a lightning round or something. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna double in two boring ones because why okay. not, right? Um, okay. So I'm listing them down. Let's do this. One, ad block. 
ad block is just my life. I love having ad block on there. It blocks all the ads. It's great. I want ad block. Easily... Am I a weirdo? Like I want to see how I, I don't want to ad block. I don't um, use I, ad block. Either. I want ad block. So I use that and then I turn it off on all the pages that I do want to see the ads. Um, and then my other boring one is Loom. So everyone talks me, I bang on about Loom all the time. I use Loom every single day and I use the browser extension for Loom every single day. If you don't know what it is, it is a service that will let you record videos and then store it online and i make if you don't know what loom videos. is and you're listening to this show like just reconsider your life choices because you're yeah. doing it backwards yeah. <laughs> but loom, loom is amazing and i use it every day and i have I been having tons of issues with loom and chrome oh, really yeah on my on my mac and my on my mac mini and my macbook pro i'm not sure what the deal is i keep going back and trying again because it's yeah. it's just the best i've been paying for it gladly all that but i i've added a couple other ones that I've been playing with. Komodo Dex is one that a lot of people use. I find it to be mostly infuriating. Like mm. I don't understand, like it doesn't work the way my brain works. So it's been a challenge. Um, when it works, like when I can, when I want to do something very specific, like this one thing that it does, like I can do that and it's great, but I can't, it's just not as versatile as Loom to me. And another one I have that I got on AppSumo a long time ago is called Hippo Video, which I don't use nearly enough. I, I need to get like, this episode always does this to us too, right? You're like, we oh, end I up forgot in about that one. Yes. Huh? Yeah. You're like, I forgot about that. I got to go back and try that again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's so, the what's the difference between the Loom Chrome extension and I just have it on my computer up in the top bar and I, I just engage it from there. That what's one was the really bugging for me for a while. And so there was uh, a there was a stage where the particular Mac and I don't know if it's because I've got the Mac with the silicon you know, sometimes like some software wasn't playing very nicely. I can't remember at what point, but at some point the local app was like being stupid for me. And so I ended up just getting really used to using it in Chrome and like launching it from Chrome, but then setting whatever whatever program, because often like I'll be recording just my preview window because I'll be like doing a run through of what um, design we've come up with, for example. And so then I'll just select, I want you to just record the preview window. Um, but yeah. One tiny like difference that I prefer the extension over the app is if you're doing a Chrome tab, like if you just want to record one tab, if you do it through the browser, it doesn't include like the tabs and the menu. Yeah, and the 500 million tabs you've got. Uh, yeah. But if you okay. do one tab from the desktop app, it, it includes all of that stuff. It includes oh, the whole window screen, but, but only that website. So yeah, I would never find okay. a tab. I've got no chance of finding the tab. <laughs> and it's so little that you can't even see the icon anymore. Yeah. 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 It's gone. It's gone. I'll yeah, actually yeah. get them off the screen. So that's, that's going some, um, okay. Right. I've got one. Um, and we have discussed this one before. And I think the, um, the one Eric was talking about at the beginning called Sizzy is covered by this uh, extension. It's called Hoverify. Uh, mm. Now, Hoverify does a number of different things. Uh, it starts with, it's got its own inspect tool uh, where you literally click on inspect and then you can click on any part of a website directly and it will show you the div. It will show you how large it is. It will show you um, what CSS has been added to that div and anything that's contained within um, in, within the div as well. Um, it's also got a color eyedropper. Uh, we've seen, I mean, we've all got eyedropper uh, extensions, but within Hoverify, you get that as well. Um, you can you can download all the assets from a website, so all of the images uh, from a website from a web page just by clicking on the assets part of Hoverify. Um, then it's got a responsive mode. So just like Sizzy, it's got a responsive mode. So it's got a number of different um, phone and tablet and um, yeah, it's basically phone and tablet uh, sizes that you can see a website on. You can load that. There's a debug mode. Uh, there's one called built with, and that is basically goes off to built with. So you can see, um, thank you, Nancy, that's yes. Yeah. Does, does built with have its own? extension yeah it does I, uh, I think so yeah I just open their website and paste the link in 
Yeah, I but the extension would be handy. Would be, yeah. wouldn't it? Would. Um, and then there's capture where you can just capture a certain part of uh, maybe a yeah. whole page or just a part of a page. Um, Speaking so, of, can I ask a question hmm. for you geniuses? Yes. Hmm. How many is too many? Because like for the example of that built with one, unless it adds like significant shortcut factor for me, I just feel like it starts to slow Chrome down after you have something yeah, yeah. in there. Well, yeah, and to there me, are some that's not that worth interact yeah. really funny with certain websites. So I had this issue where I thought my MacBook was like having issues. And what I discovered was it was only in Chrome and it was only on certain websites where for some reason, like an extension was interacting with somehow with that with that website badly. And it was making my uh cpu like skyrocket and just mm. killing but they had nothing to do with each other so one of them was zero which is like my finance app which i use all the time and the other extension that was causing the issue had nothing to do with zero but it just happened to be on there and so i ended up but it took me a really long time to figure that out and i thought it was my computer was like dying but it was just the extensions so yeah i, 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 I had a problem yeah I, I had a problem i had a problem uh a few weeks ago, about uh, four, five, six weeks ago, uh, Chrome was just crashing on me all the time. And I, I thought I was just going to have to give up completely on Chrome. Um, and I would just, I went through and just removed all the extensions and just loaded back on a few and everything's fine now. So I yeah. think it, it just had to be an, ex but I didn't take the time to go through one just at a time. One. Yeah, yeah. I just, and then, um, I, I went through clean my Mac, uninstalled, reinstalled, and that, that fixed it. So, so side yeah. question, is anybody use it? Is it so we're all using Macs, right? Get that on the table. Yeah. So we're all, yeah. are you using Chrome as your main browser? Yeah. Uh, kind of. Like yeah. for web development, yes. Yeah. But because of those issues, I got really used to using Safari for like admin purposes for my website, like for my business, which I know okay. sounds really stupid, but there's some stuff that works better in Safari. And so I have both going, but for different right. purposes. But what about this Firefox? Is... Oh, sorry. Anyone, anyone on Firefox? Nah, just all? for testing. And like, Amazing. same with like that other one, whatever. There's a few that I have installed yeah. that I just use for testing. In the chat, what are you using? Raymond Miles is PC Chrome. Is anybody using other browsers? Uh, right. There's also, uh, like, where are my Edge people at? Well, so Edge is now Chromium, <laughs> right? Yes, so it hasn't is. hasn't it changed over to being Chromium? So everything that's Chromium is essentially using Chrome, right? Yeah. Um, Nancy says that many devs love to use Firefox to inspect. I know a couple people yeah, that use real Firefox. Pinky but ones. I'm uh, I'm just like I'm just like habit, and it's like once you get all the stupid extensions in and all that stuff, it just like you just get locked in, yeah, to your workflow. Especially when like I have two computers, cause I so I have my Mac my Mac Mini, which is at my desk, which is the one I'm on now, and then I have my MacBook Pro. So like, it's just the worst when you're at one thing and you are just used to doing a thing, and then you forget that you haven't installed on it. It took me weeks to get both lined up, having all the same stuff. Steve's got an interesting thing here. He's just saying, I've started using Edge a little more for the Bing AI. I was waiting for that to come up. Yeah. We're not doing AI yet, but we will do AI. We'll talk about AI very soon. That's let's go Let's go back and let's just uh, have a look in the chat at um, some that people have chosen themselves. And we, well, Steve, Steve started off the show with this I one. I know, he's got a bunch, yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, thanks for that, Steve, by the way. You've given us your five. Uh, AI PRM for ChatGPT. Um, again, this is uh, very powerful. Um, so if you're just using, if you've started using ChatGPT and you've got that blank screen in front of you and you've typed a few things in and said, can you write me a blog post on, I don't know, dentistry or something like that. Uh, and it started filling out this, you know, this blog post for you and you're wowed by it. If you add AI PRM for ChatGPT, you get, a whole ton of what we call prompts that sit in front of you and they are all very very cleverly written and you can use those prompts to speed up your process of using chat gpt as well so um so that's is, the, is that plugin free yep it is okay they have a pricing thing on here they have it looks like they have 
Log in to connect your account for free usage where you can pay. I meant to mention Hoverify is not a free play, uh, free extension. A lot of these that is are. That's true, but... by the way. Yes, that's very yeah. true. I should have said that. Vicky um, Vicky Baptiste says a, 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 AIP. That is a hard word for me. I want to be like, it's Airpum? She said it's huge. Yeah, she loves it. And yeah. uh, Vicky's a, she's an AI geek too. She's been testing tons and tons of things. Yeah, I'll we should chat about that at some point because I keep hearing pretty dodgy things about its ability to get facts correct. <laughs> yeah, we should do a show on it. But yeah. speaking of, can we switch gears and do talk about the different? I mean, there's a few uh, Chrome extensions that have come out. Um, uh, as in for AI. For AI. AI. Yeah. Okay. So Bertha, oh, for example, cool. you guys know that's that's my mm -hmm. girl. She has um, a Chrome extension that um, it's a little floating bubble like a little floating head of bertha and it it pops up on the sidebar and will like of your whatever window you're in in your browser and you can do whatever you want and then just copy paste it right into the site you're on so instead of like you can do it in wordpress but you can also just use it straight in the browser on any site so the other day i was using it in excel you know you can do formulas and stuff like that you can write things you can do all the things right and it has like a chat in there as well so that's my favorite. Another one that I've been playing around with is called Barely, B-E-A-R-L-Y, I think. Let me double check and make sure I have that spelled right. Um, Bertha still, I think, is is better, but this one's really cool, and it's got a nice interface. Uh, B-E-A-R-L-Y dot I-A. No, A-I. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Ridiculous. <laughs> oh man. Uh, we've got another one from Steve here who's just talking about uh web chat GPT adds web connectivity and generates source links. Mm. Web connectivity and generates source links. Oh ah, okay. that's cool. I've seen I've played around mm. with some standalone things that do that, but not in a mm. I'm gonna be looking that one up, Steve. Yeah. Okay. So uh Let's go for another one. And Eric, have you got another one on your list? Yeah. So one I use um, is uh, GoFullPage. So mm. I use GoFullPage a lot. It is nice. Um, what it does is you load up a page, scroll all the way to the bottom. So all the animations and everything load and then go back to the top click the the go full page and it takes a it scrolls the site and takes a full length um picture of the page and you can export it as a pdf a png um so it's a nice way to do like a before and after um and then you can use those for you know building your portfolio uh different things like that so that's how i do that very handy little extension lovely nice quick one right there's uh, a there's a few of those similar ones. Shall we run down a few of those too? Yeah, go for it. I have um, the one that I like, which we I remember when we did this last time. I tried a bunch of different ones out, and I just went back to my old faithful, which is awesome screenshot. I mean, it just calls it it calls it like it is, you know. It, <laughs> I like that it does um, like scrolling page. Like you can capture, you can have you can scroll Everything. and. Oh, nice. But it doesn't have to be the whole it. thing. It, you can say do the whole page or do just what's visible, or you can do a scrolling capture. So it's like it scrolls and captures things. Does it, do, it, a, does... Does it do a decent job of it, Steph? Because a lot of yeah. the ones where they where they do the full page, um, whenever it was just saying it, I was just remember thinking, I've done these full page ones before where it, for whatever reason, it does something very strange. It's a weird bar in the middle and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you can see it like what, almost doing What you have to do to avoid that is first scroll the whole page then go back up to the top and do it. Cause what's happening is it's triggering some animations and things, but it doesn't yeah. load them properly. And it, it's yeah. a little bit like when you're taking a panoramic photo and somebody turns their head in the middle and they look like a smear of a weird creature. Person. Yes. That's what's happening cool. basically. Uh, so if you've got any more screenshot ones, uh, apart from awesome screenshot. That's the one I use. I don't know what anybody That's else the one you use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now again, uh, I just um, paid, paid, for Chrome extension, Hoverify also does that mm. as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, so that's quite cool. Uh, Sarah, you got another one? Uh, yeah, another boring one, um, <laughs> which is clear cache. I, like, again, uh, I use it every oh, single day. One. 
I get my clients to install it if they have Chrome because it can allow you to just Smart. clear the case without losing all your password logins and like, you know, all your cookies and everything. Clear your cache, make sure that the CSS is not causing you issues. And if you set it up properly, it will reload the page when you click it. I just use it as my refresh. I've never clicked the refresh button in the last, I don't know, five years because clear cache is my refresh the page. Uh, I, I kept that one. That's one that I, I downloaded last time we did this and I still have it. Yeah. That's that's in my top five without question. Okay, and another that. quick one because why not? Honey. Yeah. It's honey all the time. It's for personal mm. use. It gives me coupons. Love it. Yeah. Never buy I, anything without going into Chrome and making sure honey doesn't have a code for me. Yep. I always save money, especially on Namecheap with honey. Not yeah, that right, Namecheap right. is that expensive anyways, but... I mean, I'm always saving money on uh, Namecheap and uh, saving money quotes. with honey. <laughs> saving money with honey. <laughs> I like there it. Go. Okay. Uh, any more, Sarah? Oh, I've got tons, but like you know, like do I go through a few of them? Rattle a few off. Just yeah, okay, go great. for it. Go All right. It. I use viewport dimensions. I just have that installed when you dra I drag and resize my my screen all the time. I ha have a really big monitor, so I'm often on a smaller size, but just being able to drag in and out when I'm doing my um, inspect, like being able to kind of work out what point does it fail, then I can set up my CSS at that exact point. And I use that all the time when I'm debugging things. I really like the, the extension, which would probably work in some of these other ones that you're talking about called what font. Just some, sometimes if I, I know you can do it in inspect, but just being able to click what font and it'll tell you exactly <laughs> the font, the size that it's at. Cause sometimes people say, I just like that website. That one has the font I want. Like just make it look exactly like that. Then I can kind of do that without bigger. having to go into the inspect. So I use that all the time. There you go. That'll be enough for now. Okay, cool. I'm okay. going to do one. Uh, the next one I'm going to do is detailed. Uh, has anybody got that one yet? No. Oh, I thought you were you were just telling us what to expect. It's no, it's really called, detailed. <laughs> it's, broader, it's called detailed. Detailed is really, really cool. It's it uh, more for SEO. So this is in the SEO uh, world. Oh. Um, it gives you an overview of your page straight away. Um, so you just click on it, you get the overview. Then you can see the headings on the page, how the, he how the headings have been structured. So when we're looking to make sure that we've got an H1 and then H2s and we've got a proper structure for headings, that's really important. Um, all the links that are on the site, both, um, and you can export all of those links as well. Uh, you can see all the, uh, you can export all of the images that don't have alt tags. Uh, that's really cool. You can see what the schema is like on the site and you can also um, do nice. a tech. Yeah, it's a really cool little um, Chrome extension. Um, and that is also in my top five. Looks like a so, good one. I'm yeah, to check give, that out. Give that a go. Um, yeah. There, is one, there is one that's similar, and I'll just cover that one. Um, and it's actually, I, I've forgotten the name of it. <laughs> Isn't it stupid how it doesn't actually have the name on it? I think it's Chrome Explorer, something like that. Um, let me see if I can find it in the uh, in my list of extensions. Uh, Pop in some of these links in. If I'm I'm missed some, let me know, guys. I I know I've missed a couple already. Yeah. I, haven't done all uh, I mean, you guys can Google. Web yeah, developer. So <laughs> Sorry, it's called it's called Web Developer, and it's just like looks like a cog, looks like the Apple Apple mm -hmm. cog. Uh, that one has got a whole host of different things in it, where it looks at the uh, the area roles on a, on a page, uh, the div dimensions, the div order, the element information. It's quite detailed. It also does a document outline as well. Um, and, and it's very unobtrusive. It's, you know, like some of these Chrome extensions or browser extensions, I know we're doing browser extensions, but what they do sometimes is that you load up a page and then you wait. This is where the slowness comes, isn't it? Cause it, it becomes very intrusive on your page. So, um, sometimes they're deliberately intrusive because that's the way in which they work. But I remember, um, and I'll just talk about uh, Moz Pro, for example, when you install Moz, it, every time you go to Google, you'll just see it working away in the background as it's showing you the, the domain rating of a site and how many 
um, websites are linking to it, <clears throat> things like that. So uh, the web developer extension and the detailed extension that I've just mentioned are both very unobtrusive and very, very good. Let's see That's what else. That's a nice we... one. Yeah. I've got a couple. Um, some There was a couple um, SEO ones mentioned in the chat, I think. Let me see if I can scroll back and find them. Uh, oh, Keywords Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. One of Steve's. That's a good one. Yeah. I have that on one of my browsers on one of my computers. Because here's, oh, for extra fun, I also use Profiles in Chrome. Oh, yeah. Because yes. use Profiles. Yes. Which is I not do. an extension or anything, but I use Profiles because I have so many Google accounts. It's yeah. just insane. So I have uh, like for my agency and I color code them so that I can mm -hmm. easily jump between. And that way you don't have to deal with the whole like logging in and out of all your workspace accounts and all that business. But cool. So I have this installed somewhere and I can't, <laughs> which it is, sure where it, it is connected though, because when you have a profile, you can have particular extensions connected to that profile. And so then what it means is that every different profile. So for my personal one, I don't have any of the web right. junk installed. This is what I'm saying. I don't remember which profile I have this in. Or, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, just um, going back to one that Raymond mentioned. Oh, yeah. Uh, Raymond Miles. Thanks, Raymond. Um, also GMB for local SEO. Um, I think, Raymond, I'm quite right in thinking that this is more about spying on somebody else's Google My Business or Google Business Profile, as it's called now. Um, you'll have to remind us if you could pop that in the in the chat. That would be great. What you're using that for? Um, for GMB, I have a GMB everywhere plugin oh, GMB that somebody everywhere. recommended to me. I don't use it a ton, but it is one that was highly recommended. Um, and oh, what did he say? I need. Oh, okay. Um, is that, uh, does anybody else use SEO ones? Uh, I've got, well, I mean, one of the ones that I suppose that, well, yes, Ahrefs toolbar. Oh, uh, yeah. You have Ahrefs? Uh, I have the free version of oh, Ahrefs. I was going to say, can I come over and play? I know Ahrefs is great, but it's very expensive. It's, 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 um, but I've got you pre-installed. I've got Keyword Surfer, Keywords Everywhere. Oh, Keyword Surfer. That's another good one. SEO yeah. Meta. But honestly, um, I don't really use many of them very often. <laughs> I don't no, anymore. I, mean, yeah. I, I used to and used to have a lot of them, but I, I've handed that off to somebody on the team. And so yeah. they, ha I, I, and I just got rid. I don't, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I, I yeah, I kind of am like, I have, we have people for that, you guys, come on. But <laughs> I do like to get in there and play around a little bit. Or like, if I'm going to write a blog post, like I wrote a blog post yesterday or day before, and I was like, I'd love to just do a quick little, just a little quick thing, you know, just a quick yeah. little, who's your mama? Like, what's going to, what's going to be good on this? What's yeah. connected to these words that are in my head? So. Okay. Um, We've got a, a caution here from Steve who says, uh, one to be cautious of is called Lorem Ipsum. He was getting security warnings and he uninstalled it. So, uh, well, use, I mean, why do you even need Lorem Ipsum when you have the Airpum, the Airpum and the ChatGPT? Oh, well, the chat, chat Airpum. The chat Airpum. Uh, I've got a Mac app that has Lorem Ipsum and it's up in the top and it just is so nice to use. Like it's just so easy and you can quickly grab like a sentence or a paragraph or like whatever. And I use that all the time. Lovely. And Vicky's got, I have SEO meta in one click. That's the name. Laugh out loud. Listen, uh, Vicky okay. tries a lot of things. So if Vicky recommends something, it's usually, that's a, that's a, there. that's one that we right. want to listen to. So I'm going to go right. check that one out. Thanks, yeah. Dexter. We're going to have a look at that. And uh, Andrew's also got one in here. Uh, Fat Hi, Joe, Vicky. keyword ranking. What's so good about that, Andrew? Tell us all about it. Tell us in the chat. Well, uh, I feel is an SEO company. Content. I know Andrew's used them before. They're like a, like an outsource, like you outsource your SEO for your clients. So is that a, like a monthly thing? It's a monthly thing. So, one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't used the, I mean, me and Andrew are close, but we're not like know each other's browser extensions close. Well, why not? <laughs> you know? Why don't you know? I mean, you, you know. You... That's funny. <laughs> that, now that's getting one. intimate. What's that? Uh, are we still on SEO or have we moved on? 
Uh, no, we're still on SEO. If you've got another one on SEO, um, no, I don't okay. think I don't think uh, we're waiting for see if Andrew's going to come back and tell us about fat Joe. We don't need to wait on him. But you know, he's obviously gone off to have a drink or something. Out smoking. Oh, I told him to quit smoking. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's let's move on then, Sarah. You've got another one. Yeah. So I've got one that I use quite a lot and actually makes me look amazing to clients, which I really like. So it's called what's it called? IP address and domain information. Like hmm. again, super boring, right? But so freaking useful. So I've had lots of clients lately where they're having issues with emails and then they're trying to work out where is my DNS and like, you know, maybe I'm not managing their DNS and then we have to like kind of look into it a little bit. But when mm. you go on a website and then you click on this IP information, then the first thing it'll show you. So I think I got it for, I initially got it because the first thing that shows up is it shows you the server IP. So like if I've made a website live and then I'm trying to work out where am I viewing this from? Am I viewing it from the new place or the old place? And so straight away you can see, which IP is am I personally at my location looking at? And so that can just help you know, okay, am I looking at the new location? And it's showing you the reverse DNS. So you're seeing the actual um, whatever, like the, the proper URL thing of the domain, which is really useful. And that's all I got it for. But what I've started to realize is you get all this other information. So you go to the domain tab and you suddenly see all of the DNS that's connected to that uh that website then you see the domain information like how many times have I gone to the actual website where you look up the who owns this domain because clients yeah. need to know like you don't have to go anywhere you just go to their website and you open this tab and all of a sudden you can see like exactly who is the person like a bunch of information about them which is really useful you can see your IP so if you're forever like looking up what is my IP address you can see what your IP address is which is also or you can get a client IP chicken IP chicken's a good one, just because it's fun to say. IP chicken. Um, and then, yeah, so, but in the domain tab, there is just so much information and I'm constantly using it. And I've had clients on the phone who will be just asking me a quick question or maybe like in a sales call, being able to quickly look up that information about That's them cool. yeah. and their stuff, like huge. And so, so I've yeah. been using that a lot. It's really good. Is it, is it compared to, is it just like the equivalent of who is? Well, but it's got lots of information. So like okay. traditionally I would have gone to about three or four different websites mm. to like look up this stuff. So I might yeah. Yeah. like go to look up one of those like things. Like dnschecker.com, like dnschecker.org.com yeah. one of those. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll look up this like whois.com.au yeah. and I'm looking up like who owns this domain and that information, when's it going to expire? Like it's like it's collated everything all together and you just have to go to their website, click on the tab and you suddenly see all this stuff and you don't have to go anywhere, load something, then load in the website. Saves a lot of time. Cool. I'm going to install that because 10 minutes before we went live, a client reached out uh, and they had to call and they're like, my website's offline and I'm not getting any email addresses. And I had to start jumping through, you know, yeah. a couple different sites to check things. And sure enough, they didn't renew their domain name, you know, and I was finally able to see that. And, and so I have already just Googled that one and I have it open in a browser. And when the show's over, I'm installing that extension. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. cool. Um, Big time saver. Very Great handy. Stuff. So let's just take rewind ever so slightly. Andrew's come back. Um, so we're talking about, there seems to be a bit of a dispute as to whether this is, uh, it's definitely fat Joe, fat Joe.com. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Who's that, put... Frank? This is all very. Got like a whole <laughs> plus might be size to do with group football. of gentlemen. Let's not Google yeah, some of these things. I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fat Frank! Uh, that Frank in particular, I want to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Andrew says you can add a keyword when you're in a site. So this is Fat Joe to see where it ranks, and it's free. So that's really cool. Thanks for, thanks nice. for that. Nice one. Okay, Eric, uh, have you got another one for us? Okay, so one just real quick that I use uh, a personal one. I use it a lot though. Um, is called Eno from Capital One. Um, so Capital One is where I've got my my card through. And what happens is anytime you're on a site and a payment form is there, um, instead of getting your uh, credit card information out and typing it in, Eno creates a virtual credit card number that will only work on that website. 
Um, That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Nice. So, and it's uh, for security. So you're not type. And if anybody tries to use, like if somebody does try to get that or somebody is able to, to get that, that virtual credit card number and it doesn't match to the exact URL, well, nice. um, so you can log in then and manage them and then turn them off. Um, and then, you know, that just that website isn't able to charge. So anyway, I use, Eno for safety reasons, uh, security reasons, but, um, I really, really like that. And very, very, very rarely do I ever have to get a credit card out anymore. Um, just, you put it in, you create your own, you know, uh, uh, expiration date. So you can set it to expire tomorrow if it's a one-time yeah. purchase. Um, and then you just create, you just make up a, a, a That's three cool. digit CSV. I have a capital so I really one like card. That one. I might try that. Oh, yeah, check out Eno, really cool. Um, and then the other one I use a lot that uh, Stephanie uh, got me connected with, and we've been using it a, a lot in the last three months is Tango. Um, creating a step-by-step -step really nice um, standard operating procedure. So really liking Tango a lot. And then the last, the last one I use a good bit is Wave extension tool. It helps you evaluate the accessibility of a website. Um, and so I like the, the Wave extension tool a lot. Uh, you stole my thunder. I had that. I had, well, actually, I've got, oh. got accessibility insights for web oh um, as a chrome extension um and it says uh helps developers quickly find and fix accessibility issues so um very similar yeah. to nancy to pointed out now. that um it is important for as a digital nomad that you've got that protection eric because of yeah being all, always in different locations and stuff like it. that yeah and I'm always on different Wi-Fi's and networks. And a lot of people think that if you use a VPN, that's will mask it. It doesn't. Um, and you got to be. This isn't a security show, but again, the biggest thing you got to be careful of yeah. a lot of times is um, security cameras. So when I go to a coffee <gasps> shop to work, oh I make sure that gosh, I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah, you want to make sure you want to look and make sure there's no security cameras because they can, That's one way that. Um, people steal uh, your information because they can wow. put a security camera and as you type it in, they're they're capturing it off your screen. So, but yeah, it is it very important as a digital nomad. That's a really, really cool, that's tip of the week, I think, that one, Eric, <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, Vicky says in the comments, she uses Excel accessibility insights for web as well. Yeah. And that's what um, that's the right. ally, the, access, the web ally people accessibility whatever i don't know how to say that out loud cool. a11e the a11e people that's what they use yeah um but maybe that's one to check out then eric as well as part of, as well as wave and see what uh see if you can do yeah it. i've never compared it. it once like that i just because yeah. once i start using something i just i'm lazy yeah. right? just oh we'll you know we'll do that that's wrong with that no yeah. it's always good to have uh different ones uh, i've got a paid one oh. um so um, I don't know if anybody's uh, there was a real spate of people downloading Eagle. Uh, if you, has anybody done that? Uh, so it's a it's is where you're saving uh, URLs in, into uh, folders, and it gives you like a screenshot of the URL, and you can uh, basically save them all for f future use. Um, there is a Chrome extension called Eagle for Chrome, um, but that is uh, Eagle is a one time payment. Um, and uh, that's a, a part of my uh, work that I use a lot. So it's just really, really handy to have the visual of the of the URL saved, and then you can save them into, as I said, into different folders. So that's really, really useful. Uh, Nancy's got one. I've got Sitemap Generator Extension. Great for getting a list oh. of all the URLs in the website. Free is limited to 50 URLs. So I suppose, Nancy, that's probably similar to um, sort of um, Screaming Frog, um, but with as an extension. So that's because I think Screaming Frog yeah. gives you a bit more than that. But um, that's that's also really useful. Thank you for sharing that. We've had a couple overlaps here too, Mike, in the chat. Have we? Um, Have we? Yeah. On, so Tango, uh, Vicky pointed out that <laughs> Komodo does that as well. I might need to talk to you about Komodo, Vic, and figure out how to make it work better for me. But um, I forgot they do have that, which is really handy. It's nice in there the way they have the uh, like where you can record yourself and your screen, which is slightly nice. different than the exact way that 
Tango does it, but I haven't mm-hmm. made one of their, what do they call them? Like a guide or something that you make with it. But um, that's nice. And then she also mentioned um, that she does something in Notion. I'm not sure what, but <laughs> I wanted to mention Notion because i that's one of my uh, extensions that I wanted to bring up is I have the Notion Web Clipper. I used to, for years, when I used Evernote, I would have the Evernote Web Clipper. The yeah. Notion one is great. If I'm on my phone, you can just do a share too. But when you're on your desktop, it's so much better to have um, that little web clipper rather than having to like open the thing up, navigate to the right one, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So that's really handy. So, so you're a real Notion user now, Steph. Me? I remember, um, yeah, I remember you getting it and you were sort of, you know, sort yeah. of diving in. Uh, and... I don't use it to the max like I should, but... It is a nice place. Like I do need a place to like an external brain kind of thing, which was what Evernote used to sort of call themselves. And um, so I, I'm getting the hang of it. I've got, I just have a free account at this time, but, um, but yeah, I think it's a, it's a good note app. Lovely. Keep sharing them, everybody. We've got one from Justin here. Uh, Bitly is a good extension for oh. trackable shortened links. Oh, Justin yeah. said another one before that Did i he? wanted to Did mention yeah oh um what is it Further grammarly back. such a yeah, pop yeah. such a um uh, yeah. huge yeah, that's a popular grammarly. one yeah. i hate grammarly i'm it really like must no, stop grammarly it is not what i wanted to say i wanted to spell it that way <laughs> okay. i think you've got to be careful in your websites with grammarly um because i'll always turn it off for any website i'm developing because when you go into your text, even though it's very handy that it will bring up stuff, it will actually embed some code into your code. <laughs> and so you can end up with like Grammarly stuff because it like, it kind of alters the text. And it, I don't know if oh they've fixed God. it. I'm not really sure, but I got really paranoid at one point because it was putting stuff into when you're in the text module and you're like editing stuff, it was causing Check issues. This out. So I like turned it off. Check this comment from Kelsey. Speaking of interactions, Grammarly extension interacts with Gutenberg and makes it practically unusable. Yeah. Oh, so like democratize publishing, but just keep the bad grammar. It's good, it. yeah. like at sometimes. Uh, I got another one, Meta, uh, Meta Pixel Helper. I was yeah. installing a, you know, Pixel, and it's great because you can just verify is it working, which pixels are picking extension up. Extension for that? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Meta Pixel. Seems- yeah. How many that's pixels all, are you installing that you need a whole extension for that? It's Quite just great being days. able to verify that it's oh, just yeah. working. You can turn it off yeah. like most of the time. I mean, you, not that I'm not judging. Oh, just a little. How I else are you that's verifying good, it? Like, yeah, otherwise that's a good you're verifying segue the app. Into sort of Tag Manager, isn't it? And I know it's one that, again, we call it one of the boring ones. Um, yeah. But, you know, if, you, if you're using um, Google Tag Manager and you need to check, whether those tags are firing, then you need the extension that goes with it. So, yeah. um, and another one that I use quite a lot is called Wappalizer. Um, so oh, yeah, that rings a bell. A really nice one. So if you have it installed, then when you load a page, like a website, it will tell you, like, is it using WordPress? So it's that thing, like, do you oh, ever yeah. go to like a website and say, the is it using WordPress? And then you put in the thing, you don't need to. You just load up the page, click on Wappalizer. It'll even tell you a bunch of the plugins that are installed. So it just gives you a bunch of information about what is what is running this website. Um, and sometimes it'll tell you the theme, those kind of things. So if a client's like, I don't know what theme I'm using, like in a sales call, you can look that stuff up. It's really like handy. A built with, it's like a built with or a hoverify kind of competitor. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't tried those ones. Um, yeah, okay, it's, so it's similar. I have both of them. I yeah. say get, get ready for the last few minutes of the show. Um, and if anybody's got any more, please share them in the chat. So just hang a on. reminder for everyone. I got one you, more I want to talk. Hang on, say, just though. just hold on a second. <laughs> I will. But just hold on to it. Hang on a second. Okay. Um, if you do like this episode, why not get reminded every time we have a show by subscribing to the channel? And while you're there, give this episode a big thumbs up with a big like. That would be great. Uh, we um, met Carlos a couple of weeks ago, and he was getting everybody to hit the like button. So please do that for us. Um, because when you do that, others can benefit from the sharing, um, and sharing is caring, right? Steph, over to you. 
Okay, sorry. I thought you were like completely wrapping us up. No, oh, that no, was important. No. Thank you. Um, there's one that I want to uh, sort of demonstrate something with. It's called Night Eye. I'll put the link here. I'll paste the link in if my cat will get off my keyboard. Uh, I have to like look around her to get it. That one is um, it's a plugin that puts your browser in dark mode. And it's a, there's a paid version and a free version. And the free version is usually enough because it does like X number of tabs at a time or something. And just to show you like, so it's not just if I like dark mode aesthetically, but, um, but like if you, when I'm recording, I have all of my windows right now in dark mode. And then if I, you can like see my lighting on my face. And if I open up uh, something in the Chrome web store, so you know what that looks like this all uh, white you can see the difference in the lighting on my face versus one that's in dark mode it it's yeah, astonishing how how bright a white website is and it just wrecks your uh wrecks your lighting that you've carefully crafted and set up yeah so nice. that's a well, that's a very important you. one if you're doing recording what some, <laughs> some of us <laughs> eric are you looking at a lot of pink websites <laughs> just I'm legally blind and I don't give a rip. <laughs> That's the problem. I, have, <laughs> I use night eye. Eric uses pink eye, which is like a completely <laughs> confusing different thing. Cool. Right. We are wrapping up. We're getting near the end, folks. Has anybody else got any more that they want to add to the list that they use? I have uh I did find one just a second ago and I thought, oh, I must mention. Oh yes. Trend stat, trendstastic. I can't say it. Mm. Uh, trendstastic is a view Google search trends directly from live search results. That's one that sits uh, just above. Uh, it uh, puts like a graph uh, above your uh, organic search results, and it shows that when you've typed in a particular keyword, it will show how it's trended. So that's oh. quite a cool, cool so little one correct. if you're in the okay. SEO game. Yeah, because Google, you can go to Google Trends and see the same thing, but they, there's an extension for it. There's uh, always yes, an extension yeah. for it yeah, yeah. and a nice little um, graph as well. One I use, the, the last one I, I've got to mention is um, Nozbe, N-O-Z-B-E. That's my to-do, that's my task list. I, I, could, I would be totally lost without Nozbe. Um, so I can quickly send a, a, a page to Nozbe with a note if I want to come back to it or work on it or look at it in the future um, or create a task um, that way. So uh, I'm in Nozbe all the time. And Sarah is apparently offended by that. Yeah, so she doesn't like it. She, she decided to cut out on us. I mentioned Nozbe and Sarah hangs up. <laughs> Sarah's going to up. Do you know what I did? I was she like, launched a Chrome extension. I closed the browser. Yeah. I launched a Chrome extension. I launched that dark one. And then all of a sudden, it refreshes your browser in yeah. StreamYard. Yeah. I was like, Sarah's now is going to be around anymore. <laughs> Talk about Nasby. Sorry, guys. Uh, That's really funny. funny. That's going to really um, throw people on the channel. If anybody goes through these uh, the, uh, previous episodes and they'll say, hold on a minute, Eric and Sarah have swapped around halfway through. What's going on? Yeah. I, um, I have a couple that I are sort of uh, tab manager things. Oh. One is called OneTab, which is really useful. And the other one, which I use even more, OneTab just will like consolidate everything into yeah. OneTab, hence the name. Yeah. Uh, and you then you can just, you, you can do that and then you can never look at them again, which is how I choose to use it. Um, <laughs> the other one is, but it's like, I feel okay about it because like they're somewhere. Like that if I need mm -hmm. them, I can go get them. It's digital hoarding. I know it's a problem. I need an intervention. The other one is snooze. Speaking of that, can I just interrupt you for a sec? Did you realize yeah. in Chrome, I discovered a feature like this week, which maybe you guys all know. At the top right corner, there's a little down arrow. If you click on that down arrow, it opens up all the open tabs and like shows mm -hmm. them all to you in a list, but it also you can shows you recently closed because the amount of times I close a tab and then I'm like, oh crap, I didn't mean to close that tab. I didn't know that was a feature until this mm -hmm. week. Like, you guys are probably doing it, but I didn't. You can search too when you have like 57 tabs it's open. Amazing. Can you think? Um, so the other one is Snooze, S-N-O-O-Z-Z, which is great. I used to use a different one that like went out of business or something, but this is good for um, 
like snoozing have, your tabs. I'm doing some personal stuff or whatever, and I'm like, okay, well now it's time to work, so I'm just gonna snooze this until this evening, or I got to remember to pay this bill at you know, excuse me, 10 a.m. on Wednesday. Just snooze it till that time, and then it just opens up. Right oh, fun! Place. Cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I did forget one. Um, bearing in mind, I opened up the show by talking about how many tabs I got open. Um, there is one called Tab Suspender, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I do believe that. What does it do? Oh, sorry. Good it suspends question. a tab. It suspends your tabs. So if you don't use it for X amount of minutes, you can set this up within the uh, extension itself. It will put it into hibernation mode, which means okay. it's not eat eating up your memory, which means oh, I can cool. have three million tabs open. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I go back to the tab that I wanted open, which is perhaps in a Chrome group that I might have created, um, it will not have um, completely pulled my Mac to its knees. So that's a really, now, really good one. Now, this is some good news is that the newer versions of Chrome are starting to do that on their own. Yes, they are. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to steal your thoughts. No, no, that's okay. I, get, I thought you were getting there and then you didn't. I so. was. Well, I didn't. No, that's oh, fine. Sorry. But no, it's, it, it's, I noticed, um, I think it was just last week, wasn't it? Um, that the newer version was like basically saying there was this, um, it just came up as a little pop-up saying you could um, suspend your suspend your tabs, which, you know, is pretty cool. I like cool. that feature a lot. It's really useful because they do take it. I mean, Chrome takes a ton of juice. Mm -hmm. uh, here's a here's a cool one that is sort of new. It's not like any of these ones we've mentioned. I haven't experimented with it fully, but it's called GLASP, G-L-A-S-P. I'll put it in the chat. It's where you can actually um, highlight stuff on your pages. Uh, or mark like basically mark up things in your browser and it'll remember what notes you've put on each web page and then oh, cool. you can leave oh, and then like when that. you come back to that page it'll still show your your notes which that i thought made me think cool. like how have we not said Stylebot? like i, so I don't use that so i don't know oh you don't yeah. use Stylebot? okay yeah. so it like in the same way but for a developer so you can add a bunch of code. So CSS, for example. So instead of putting oh, it like yeah. into your DB theme option, sometimes you just want to test out a bunch of code. And so you'll do it in the inspect element, but then you copy and paste that code and put it into Stylebot. And then when you reload that page, it just keeps all of that CSS there. So, you know, like you're trying to kind of work out, well, is this going to work if I put it into DB theme options, like into the, or into your child theme? But when you do it in the inspect, it has like a higher ranking. And so it functions differently. Whereas if you put it in Starbot or you put it in Divi theme options, sometimes it won't recognize in the same way. So you put it all into there, then you reload the page, it'll reload it with that, but then it won't get rid of that CSS until you tell it to get rid of that CSS. So it's like it remembers it forever on that particular domain. Like I'll use that all the time, but it works in that same kind of way where it'll remember until you tell it to stop remembering. Excellent. It's great for testing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do I've any got, of you guys run a Facebook group? Uh, Eric, you have a Facebook group, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Um, there is a supremely useful uh, extension called Group Collector that is singularly focused that if you have a Facebook group, it's useful. In Facebook, you can ask for all kind of um, information when somebody joins your group. And the second you click approve, it's gone. There's no, it doesn't save it anywhere. There's nowhere to retrieve it. There's nothing, which is completely useless. So like we get email addresses and stuff for our group, nothing nefarious is done with them. Um, and I also collect like a little bit about people's businesses, which I actually use when someone is like, hey, do we know anybody that does this random thing? I can go back to my spreadsheet and be like, yeah, this, 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 and this person do that. You know, and so it just takes whenever you, it's, it changes the approve button to a group collector approve. You hit that button and it will capture that text, dump it into a spreadsheet, and that's it, a Google sheet. And I was paying somebody to do that, which was also a delay because then I had to go pay them to do that. And then before I could approve them in. Nice. Cool. Excellent. Well, we have gone over the hour. We've managed Oops. to do it. Any Oops, very, very last ones before we leave? Anybody want to get an extra one in? Any bonus points? I think no. those were I think those were all of my ones. Like Okay. I think that so, was, we, 
That's a lot. Final thought then. What's what's one that you if if I took it away from you, you'd be really, really upset. So this passwords, would be hands down. Passwords for you, Sarah. Honestly, Starbot. I can't believe it was okay. my last one to say, but I <laughs> I constantly use it. It is like my hundred percent if I'm developing, I I would be lost without it. Love it. Cool. And uh, Eric. Check it out. Yeah, probably my passwords, probably LastPass. It's just yeah, the most useful. Yeah, that is really, really useful. And I think probably for me, it's a toss up between Hoverify and ClearCache because I think those two are, oh, just, yeah. are just in those all yeah. the time. What's this for Vicky? Fluff busting purity for Facebook. Remove ads and get posts in chronological order. Mm, <laughs> well, that's oh, just oh, a fun on. name. Hang on. And, and see who unfriended you. Oh, <laughs> baby. But do we want to know? We like, don't really. Know, right? I don't know if I'm doing we don't. It hurts so good when you find out. <laughs> I am actually disappointed that people don't get notified when you unfriend them because I kind of <laughs> want them to get notified. I'll just send them a message and let them know. Hey, you know what? I'm going to be friend. No, I'm kidding. Just We're kidding. Done. I'm just kidding. Oh, imagine, that. imagine that okay on that very happy note <laughs> we will end the show this week thanks everybody for for all of your um shared chrome extensions browser extensions they are uh, really really helpful and uh, i'm going to watch this one back afterwards because it's all been i know I, I have so many more tabs open now mike than i did I at the beginning of the show one, <laughs> two three four <laughs> five six seven. i have eight new tabs open since oh i've got a good school. like 30. <laughs> good stuff right so uh we'll come see me again. at the utterum summit next week yeah go go to the utterum summit don't forget it's free all Adderham. things free io slash summit that's it and uh, have a great week everybody and we will Bye. see you next week Bye bye.